looking for your dad's podcast because this is not your dad's podcast. That's grand. Wow. All right. Welcome. Um, that was unscripted. Our... <laughs> thanks. Thanks. <laughs> I've been working on it all week. Um, my job called and said that if I didn't show up, I'd be fired. But I knew I had to get this intro down. Which one? Fuck Jordan's job. Uh, <laughs> the one I'm about to do now. I am your host, Jordan hey, Thomas. Um, <laughs> Darius, don't give me that look. And uh, we will be talking today about the tale of team friendly fire um joining us today is darius hey what's up y'all it's darius uh i had a fun fact but i'm changing it now um i created a ranger bart named snorri stulison who intentionally changes whatever story he has with whoever he's playing with on purpose and Um, is also not related to the story we're about to tell (laughs) Absolutely. Uh, Fake news. Um, You just heard from Chris. I am Chris. First of my name, son of the uh, Ritter Mark. I don't know. (laughs) All right. That is a strange name, but um, I'm sure Kiki will be able to tell us all about it. Listen, since Darius introduced himself, I've been like, did I once again miss the memo that we were doing a fun fact? (laughs) And I've been racking my brain for a fun fact. No, no, none of you have. Kiki, to do that. queen of dance. Oh yeah, that's right. Honey, hi, I'm Kiki, and uh, I do Latin dance. Boom! And see, that's all you gotta do. You don't have to have a fun fact. That's just gonna be my thing, and not the ballroom kind. For those of you who are wondering, <laughs> yeah, we like stinky club dance. <laughs> no, it's not stinky club dance either. <laughs> It's doom, bachata doom, and salsa. Fancy bourgeoisie. I can get a little cumbia or norteña. This is our note to remind our viewers that we hear our pro discrimination when it comes to dancing styles. Oh, um, oh shit! Certain styles will not be tolerated. I do not condone this. I am an island now, along with Kiki and whatever. That just sit with the bat would just Jordan, sit. I'm doubling down with you. That's not us. Get that, get that uh what's it called? Get the Macarena out of here. <laughs> <laughs> it's either oh, the cha cha slide or nothing. <laughs> just like that. The podcast is divided. <laughs> How will we go on? What is happening? don't worry, we both black bag dairies. We will never hear from it again. Anyway, uh, D <laughs> Tonight, we'll be going over a few of the things that we did in our first campaign that uh, kind of exposed just how much of a rookie team we were, aside from Kiki. Um, Several times throughout the night, we will probably be making references to the fact that we were all first-time players, but that is not true for Kiki. But we will not stop to correct ourselves every single time. I just want to say before we get into this, (laughs) I think there were multiple times that I was like, hey, Chris, what if we didn't do this thing? And he would be like, LeBow, no, JK. <laughs> no, fuck him. Yeah, I was like, fuck him. Um, 
And the uh, mistake that Kiki is referencing is that for our first campaign ever in our lives, we picked up the legendary Tomb of Annihilation. For anyone who's not familiar with this particular module, um, this is nothing like skipping the tutorial for a game and going right on to the campaign. This is more like skipping like ever having played a video game ever before in your life and picking <laughs> up dark souls this this was this is not a campaign for new players um but it is the campaign we picked up and honestly i had a lot of fun but there is a reason it kind of uh we we didn't finish it <laughs> it fizzled and it fizzled hard yeah um, I don't know if it's any in, in any indication whatsoever of how new the group was to playing D&D we start off in some city and we did like nothing in this city <laughs> except fight no, a guy let me, let me do a small correction you oh, started yeah, off in the only city <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and you were yeah. like Fuck it. Let's just go into the forest. <laughs> um, but before we did that, there is um, another mistake that we made. And <laughs> we we got a little bit enthusiastic about the different range of possibilities that D&D has to offer. And um, Chris, our DM at the time, and we are forever thankful for that, uh, decided to let us use like almost pretty open homebrew. Like anything he looked at and said, yeah, it looks fine. We we used it. And to reiterate, he was a brand new, not just DM, but also player. Uh, so to nice. make matters so worse, I was also like, we oh, we need to get we need to catch up on all this D&D stuff. So not only did everyone make a character, I also gave everyone a <laughs> second character. <laughs> Of a different class. <laughs> of a different class, different personality. The only one who didn't do that was, well, technically myself, because I also had DM PCs. Whoa. And uh our our good friend that we played with who made her own side character as well. Yeah, and I also want to uh specifically call myself out for this. Um I didn't know at the time, didn't know the phrase, was not aware of it. I was a dirty power gamer. I I did it. I'm guilty. <sighs> Fortunately, I'm the host for this round, so uh, we're not going to have any punishments. All my sins are forgiven. Uh, <laughs> no, but... I mean, apparently I that is how that works. Like, we confirmed that with the last episode. Say <laughs> <laughs> so six Hail Marys. <laughs> I will remember this that. I didn't, I didn't get that memo from the first episode, so uh, next time it's my go-around, I will be uh, uh, what is it? I almost said exonerate, which I think is the wrong word. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, don't worry, we'll be changing that rule before we get around to your turn again. Uh, um, I'm not but... too pulling cool a Thomas Jefferson. Y'all... <laughs> hey, there's your it's historical cool. It's cool when I do it. <laughs> <It's> a... <laughs> Oh no, I was um, right. It is exonerated. I was excommunicated is the word the bad word. Exonerated is exactly um, that. Darius oh. is pronounced excommunicado. Thank you, John Wick. Back to D D. 
Oh yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to stay on topic more. Right, right. Uh, we do have a bit of a time limit. Um, but anyway, yes. Uh, I found this really cool module for a uh, or not module, uh, homebrew race called a Shadow Tiefling Online, and I had nothing to compare it against at the time. So I was like, this looks really cool, and I showed it to Chris. Because you refused to look at the player handbook. (laughs) (laughs) And Chris was just like. You you clearly don't know enough about the game to have any idea how broken this is. And so we kind of whittled it down and tried to get it to something um, a little less powerful. But considering where it started, it ended up still on the high side. If I could just jump in on this, just so you guys all know at home. It, for most classes, it's like you get a special fun little ability like Dark Vision. Maybe you can breathe underwater. And then, like, a fun little attributes. Uh, point races. Oh, races, sorry. See, that's how I was confused. Because this race had enough features to be a class. <laughs> so, I was just like, you're insane. And we uh, whittled it down chunk by chunk till it got chunk. somewhere close to an actual uh, race ability. See, what's so crazy about that was that you two guys was handling all of that, and I absolutely knew not a damn thing about that class. (laughs) Like, even when we were playing, like, Jordan could have been doing the most craziest, broken-ass, God-level damage, and I would have been like, yeah, that's in the player's handbook. I I didn't read it. I didn't get that far. uh, Wow, I I didn't know fighters were so good. (laughs) Right. I was like, he was wow. Jordan was handling business, I guess. Or sorry, Jason was handling business, I guess. I mean, by the end of it, we still all kind of got fucked over, but you know. Yeah. Oh, right. And I was also playing a uh, the brute fighter. Um, that class is still unpublished, so you can sorry, subclass is still unpublished. So you can look it up and see uh it's it's a little powerful. It's a bit powerful. Uh, yeah, we maybe, we maybe did. There's a reason it's still unpublished. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm thinking so. <laughs> Probably something to do with aliens and JFK. Um, but uh, okay. yeah, it it got pretty bad. But um, right. Chris is laughing silently on his screen, and it's so funny to watch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and it also leads into. We our characters' backstories were way, way too detailed. Uh, some of them had lived entire lives and should probably be level fifteen if going by XP progression. Um, we we sure. started at level okay. two or three. Oh my God, Holloway Kiki's character was so dark that you <laughs> okay, guys actually, never knew about. Real, real quick, real quick, this is. One of two characters that I like fully fleshed out. Like I knew everything about them. I was very intentional about their race, their class, their subclass, their backstory, all of that. And then we never did it again. <laughs> I are you talking about me? Because yeah. it's true. <laughs> I think I've just got so exhausted from pouring my heart and soul into these two characters 
their names were Kanian. And this character that I played for this campaign, Holloway. Good Lord. Too much? It was very dark. I remember having phone calls with Kiki and I was like, oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I'd just like to say, once again, my rookie ass, I got no phone calls. (laughs) That's a dirty line, you know it. (laughs) Not like this, not like with these guys doing this doing this homebrew over here and doing this uh like full-on darkest shit whatever backstory i i move I, I don't remember uh you know i called home. you so we could solidify the bromance between garen and uh trail actually at this point we're saying all shall we just say like who our characters were oh right and what their class were uh, i will allow it oh that's right jordan's in charge thank, yeah. thank oh, you your it? highness <laughs> Your Majesty, thank you, fella. All right. Um, I was. Oh, um, eh, I'm not sure. I'm sure they're not gonna try to copyright strike us. Uh, I was playing my character Jason, and a character that some people might be familiar with, uh, Grimo Rudefella, who I I stole straight from Twits and Crits, <laughs> Funhouse, because I thought he was hilarious. <laughs> Uh, we do support them. Uh, they're hilarious. When you're done they're... watching our episodes, you should watch Go that. check them out. Yep. I have, I don't know who these people are. <laughs> I, I, I thought Sorry. they were just came up with a funny name. For years. Mm-hmm. We support I'm them but, uh, through words, not like any uh, official partnership. Words so, that yeah. hasn't sure. been shared with me. Right. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Jason I, I, was a was a power magnet or whatever he was, and Grima was a thief, uh, rogue. <laughs> uh, I played uh, Garen, uh, who was a cleric. I was gonna. I thought, uh, you know, again, new DM slash player. I thought that the Tempest cleric actually sounded really good. I would only find out later how trash it was. Um, <laughs> I was still a cleric, so you know, rock on. But I also played. Uh, BB the barbarian. Uh, of oh, course, I was I totally about BB. Yeah, that's, that's right because he was going th- for that. Is that is still the best barbarian subclass, despite it being the most boring. <laughs> what was his full name? Was it Bonebreaker or Backbreaker? Backbreaker. Backbreaker. <laughs> he is a he is WWE. <laughs> <laughs> he Stop, is going bro. to WrestleMania. The chair. Use the chair. Oh my God. From the rafters. He's dead. Is this even allowed? I can't believe we're seeing this. Um, we were also playing with our good friend Destiny, who um she was playing a battlemaster fighter named a Steel. Oh Jesus. <laughs> and a uh draconic soul sorcerer uh named wasn't it Mia? No, no that mine. was it was Kiki's. Uh, oh, he, it was um, something Pebble Pot or Pebble Stone. Damn, I don't remember this character at all. But she was like a gnome <laughs> or something. No, she oh, was, right. wasn't she a? Um, oh wait, yeah, she was a gnome. My bad. Yeah, she was a gnome, and she I remember her having sorcery, and she picked like flame. She was so cute. 
cute. See, she remembers that. I remember her skills and feats. Oh yeah, the pyromaniac. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I mean, so the uh, Dragon Souls uh, makes you pick essentially an element, you know, because back in the day they only had like um, metallic and uh, chromatic dragons. So it was like I pick a, a red so- uh, dra- uh, chromatic dragon or whatever. So of course, Bloodline. fire was her thing. Bloodline—that's what it was. Was it like Elaine? Dude, that sounds really close. Eleanor, Eleanor. Ah, yes. Yeah, that's it. Hey, we did a good job, Chris. If I remember correctly, she was also kind of spell happy and set off like a random cantrip that attracted the uh, almost TPK that we <laughs> endured. We had several of those. It yeah, it was see. fun. Not blaming her. That that was completely random. Um, it that should not have been the consequences of casting one spell. I played, um, a drow druid, circle of the moon, ho- uh, named Holloway. That was the one that I created, and the one that was gifted to me <laughs> from Chris. Was the, um, the one we all simped for. <laughs> was the voluptuous, beautiful snake body. What was her what was her uh Yuanti? Yeah, she, uh I I bullshitted it and made her like a so you can play as a Yuanti, but it's like just a person with snake eyes. And I was like, that's boring. So I was like, oh well, she's like a Yuanti abomination where she's the full snake lady. Yeah. And she's and a, she had giant she's a cleric. Mm-hmm. A drow that picture and a Yuan T cleric is wild. <laughs> <laughs> well, I played, and I'm gonna be honest, I only remember one of the names. Uh I played Drail, the way of the open hand orc. Um, who was very I think he was militant. I think he was militant. He was uh, a soldier. He, yeah. he was dealing, he was dealing with a lot. This really... this was back in the day when we based all our characters off of uh, the 2018 version of God of War. <laughs> <laughs> I think I literally gave my barbarian the Leviathan X. You did. I don't think you. Oh, I yeah. can't remember if you had the recall, but you definitely had it, the look and feel of it. Yeah, um, yeah. And I took on his voice. I think actually, like all my orcs thus far as player characters, I've sounded the same, just like this, strong. <laughs> independent men annoying apparently (laughs) annoying too straightforward practical um he likes to tell stories about the old war days that's right i do that all the time oh yes back on the rivers of sandamore we were (laughs) he's rolling your eyes (laughs) (laughs) and the fucking whittling just always with a block of wood in his hand like (laughs) all right but jason likes the stories well, that's nice. I don't well, remember if J- well, Jason's Jason was losing his mind by the end of this. <laughs> who was, who not, was the, not the Drail was any better. He had like four voices in his head. Uh, his second character was Quark the Bard. Quark the Kindred oh, Bard. Yeah. I couldn't remember the name. Um, I definitely played that. I tried to play into Kinku, the Kinku characteristic of them not having like their own language and having to mimic it from everyone else. Um, definitely went for the Transformers Bumblebee feel. Where I just had phrases, and I was like, "Go, you got it. How about 
we jump over the top. That kind of stuff. Wasn't there something about Michael Jackson? I, I associate Quark with Michael Jackson for some reason. I'm sure I, he probably sang Michael Jackson songs. I, I, I think he was like a baby, <laughs> if that's what you're going for. Oh, Quark was a baby. He was really young. He was, very, right? he was a little baby. For Kinku, yeah. Wow, that is not what I was going for. That's a lot darker. I thought he like actually sang. Hi, Jordan. He I'm did Chris. Sing. <laughs> <laughs> I, was like, I was a bar, so I definitely did some singing. Darius sings in when he's that's singing that's what it was. Not a bar. So Quark, Quark is a he. Do, he does perfect cover bands of everything. That's what it was. Oh yeah, so I I literally did perfectly sing Michael Jackson songs. In canon, uh, <laughs> he does perfect memories. Not, <laughs> yeah, because I was there and I was like, Ugh. <laughs> so I, I, I could hit you with that smooth criminal and like if we were going in a case as we came into the stone vault, whatever, all that kind of good stuff. I think they I did modify. It. <laughs> I think I did actually modify it to be um, <laughs> like medieval fantasy world. So I wasn't. I guess I could go through a window, and there could be the sound of a crescendo. No apartments though. Flats. Did you call it a flat in fantasy world? Uh, hovels. Hovels. <laughs> yeah, a flat is in. Britain. I know. It's, I know it's in Britain, but I'm like, I feel like that fits. Uh, huts and yurts. <laughs> All right, but Shit with that out well. of the way. Um. Oh right, we also skipped a session zero. Um. 100%. I believe that wasn't even felt... in our vocabulary back then. Sure yeah. Wasn't. I, I think it was brought up, but we'd been talking about our characters for like weeks amongst each other. And so we were like, no, we're, we're pretty sure we got it. Uh, that, that is not the point of a session zero. Oh. Um, <laughs> we have learned since. Oh, man. Yeah, because that would have saved us from the very, 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 I mean, very blue jeans. Anyway, um, that <laughs> saved us from the Shout very beginning. <laughs> Shout out oh, wait, Adventure that's, Zone. That's Taz. That's Taz. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> but no, yeah, it saved us from the very beginning um, when Chris was trying to get us to start the quest when we were in the city and we had Distill, who was uh, like very high strung, uh, like I do shit on my own type character. And when uh, Chris gave us the quest, Distill was like, I don't see why I need to be here. And gets re- and just starts walking out, just role plays walking out. We <laughs> the level of role playing was so intense. It was always like, I don't think my character would do that, and it would be so detrimental to the team. <laughs> like all and the it, time, we it was players. to the point where all of our main characters, the ones we made ourselves, oh, were yeah. like these. <laughs> anti-social sociopath <laughs> and it was like the side characters that were like trail i think it's a good idea that we need to work together or the whole reason Destiel stayed was because eleanor was like i think we need to see this through that so what big... actually happened is that it turned into mostly us talking to ourselves <laughs> <laughs> yeah the big thing so, like, the big thing to keep in mind about these characters is that when Chris created the secondary characters, he gave them really concrete reasons for our main characters to be with them and to protect like them. them and to yeah. actually, like, care about them. And boy, did we we played into that hard. Yeah. But what the we did not characters get... that ended up liking each other were my well, main character and me, yeah. Chris's main character. 
Oh, that's right. <laughs> and then yeah, I Holloway and Garen liked each other. <laughs> Even Wait, though Holloway had this thing about like, oh, metal. Because Garen was like, what yeah, is he so made I, out of metal or something? I was also playing a homebrew thing. Not nearly as broken as Jordan's bullshit. I just want to be. Don't forget that Chris was playing Garen and BB as well and as DMing. <laughs> just to just <laughs> to make sure that it's super clear. What do you mean? That's I was, I, I was a busy DM. boy. I was playing uh, some some homebrew thing I found called uh, what was it? Um, Soulbound, I think. It's basically oh, yeah. Alphonse Elric from uh, Full Metal, Full Metal Alchemist. Yeah. Brotherhood. Watch Brotherhood. Brotherhood's better. Yes. Uh, <laughs> so, um, so I had this super ability where I essentially did this bullshit broken thing where I could combine with other characters because they essentially just wear me. So. Uh, <gasps> oh my God. That's right. So Holloway like, was like, I don't like metal. <laughs> we like fusion hard. Yeah, oh and, and we. What well, I think one of my like most happy memories is just coming up with the dumb fusion names. That's right. <laughs> we the, pretty much we did fusion... a, some big like Dragon Ball Z vibes, Steven yeah, Universe, total Vegito, Gohan or the, Gotenks or whatever. The fusion between the Steel and Garen. I I was glad there was a time limit because the Steel was not going to come out, and Garen apparently felt no need to force her out, and was... the personalities combined. <laughs> Nightmarish. <laughs> uh, Didn't we get into like a big fight? I oh, yeah. I think we did. Yeah, while you two were transformed together. Probably. <laughs> yeah, I, think I, I remember us fighting some like high level paladin esque type character. Um that like I think we tried to go toe to toe with them and later found out that like we absolutely would have got our ass whooped had we like actually fought him. I mean you did. Destil did, definitely. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh yeah, that that like shook Destil to Oh yeah, name. she went down and then he revived her. Yeah, and then I never and then I never let Destiny forget. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Every time we did a recap. <laughs> what was Destiel's um like catchphrase in battle? Was it hit me? Oh, it was hit me because <laughs> Yes. <laughs> this, this was like this was her against this was Destiny versus Chris. I would remind her that she got got that one time, and she would remind me that she had a stupid high AC as well as uh battlemaster abilities like I think parry that like if she ever does get hit, she could finally hit you back. <laughs> she could also do that um assessing skill. I can't remember the name of it. That 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 skill's not <laughs> she never did anything. it. I, I don't think she ever used it very much, but well, because she couldn't. It's a worthless skill, to be perfectly honest. Well, the, to be fair, know your enemy. Someone yeah. could have used it well, but probably not a first-time player. There was also, I, this is just part of the campaign, especially first-time players and talking about the steal. So, of course, Destiny never read any of the item descriptions I gave her. Destiny's <laughs> going to come back and listen to this episode. Yeah. And she's going to be like, these she, she basically just knew what we all knew which is that a bag of holding can hold stuff. And oh. so one time she thought it'd be a great <laughs> idea to put another bag of holding in another bag of holding. And I was like, I'm fucked. 
<laughs> because you were literally she literally had put it in Garen's bag. So she's standing right next to him. Garrett's always with the party. So technically, all of us were supposed to go to the Astral Sea. <laughs> when the two bags destroyed each other, ripped a hole in the fabric of reality, and sent us all to the Astral Sea. But I was like, I can't deal with that. The bags are just gone. <laughs> that good old rule of cool, or rule of saving my own ass. Rule of Roll of I don't have much hair left, and I'd like to keep what I got. <laughs> so, as as far as I can tell, the highest we got to was uh, level nine, and we were not there when that happened. So, if we had gone to the astral sea, it would have been a long time before we got back to the campaign. When we actually, what what was the place we got stuck at? We never fucking got out of there. The actual the tomb. Tomb. Yeah, we were in the tomb of annihilation. We made it to the tomb. We fought off with a beholder and somehow right, managed to We made to it. Win. What are you talking? We sped run to the two. <laughs> some, of, <laughs> some of our characters were really smart and good at puzzles and stuff. But most of us, the humans, the real people, are not. Well, so this is this is part of the problem with running Tomb of Annihilation specifically as your first campaign. And that is it is the most obtuse unclear <laughs> i had to like be as a dm like hey guys <laughs> don't, don't go that way <laughs> you see an old man who's saying you don't want to go down there yeah. sonny well so that's what that's why orvex forever favorite npc was like a blessing to have with you guys oh yeah if you listen to any of those other episodes, orvex came up yeah Best boy. <laughs> okay, so we haven't even gotten to the friendly fire part. Oh, <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> You've just first. been reminiscing this whole time. Okay, so the reason um, the reason we earned the name Team Friendly Fire is because um, I, I mean, we kind of earned it. It it was in a way our actions. <laughs> I didn't might those not ones. have been our decisions, <laughs> but it was our actions. That's right. Uh, so our house rule for uh, critical failures on attacks for this campaign was that uh, you attack yourself or a other party member. Yeah. Uh, Chris. You know, Chris looks so gleeful. <laughs> this man was. Uh, what is a sadist? Ridiculous. Oh yeah. I think Quark lost his eye at one point. Yes. <laughs> so crazy. I actually had like <laughs> loss of vision, like mechanically. <laughs> <laughs> I, not I was just like, flavor, right, not just I look cool because I'm wearing an eye patch. No, I fucking can't see. <laughs> you have disadvantage on perception checks. I think that's what happened. Yes. <laughs> I forgot about that. Oh, man. <laughs> And we we would just beg Chris. Can anything else happen? Can we drop the sword? Can can something else happen? And he was like, "Oh yeah, you like drop it and it breaks and a shard like just like you know <laughs> launches it." <laughs> yeah, so it got to the point where I had to like come up with bullshit physics to make them hurt each other. <laughs> Like, like we was doing Final Fantasy in D and D. That's what we was playing. You, this like, is how you know that we're actually friends 
Because anybody else, I would, would be on D and like... D court. <laughs> D shout out court. Mad pod. You talk about people talking mad shit to you on Reddit. Like, dude, what the hell? Leave that party. You don't need to play with the leave the table. What is it? What is it that uh, Brian Murphy's always shouting? A D oh, court. You need new friends. Those are bad friends. You need new friends. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think there I was one was point where Drail the monk rolled a natural one, so he's using his fucking fists. <laughs> so, so I think I did something like you accidentally kick a pebble and it ping pongs across the entire <laughs> <laughs> the, shit was ridiculous the entire corridor and hits Holloway in the back of the neck. Oh, right. Uh, you were also rolling random to see who gets hit by this attack. So sometimes it made no sense who got hit. We were like, bro, at least do within five feet. I mean, like that, <laughs> at least we can get down with that if we have to. No, it's got to be random. <laughs> oh, man. You know I, what? I think with all, all the, I think that, you know, we've been sitting here talking about like our mistakes as rookie players, first time players, and all this. But I think a good thing that we can say about all this is that despite all those mistakes, we still had a hell of a good time. <laughs> Good time. Oh yeah, it, <laughs> we did. It's, it's really going to be one of my favorite campaigns for the rest of my life. <laughs> but boy, it fell apart in so many ways, and we didn't even know enough about the game to know it was falling apart. <laughs> right? We were just like, "This is great." Yeah, <laughs> that was. Crazy. I'm rolling oh, dice. Oh my god! Didn't we go to a Yuanti camp at some point? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh yeah. That was the first campaign where I as a creature went into the same creature's uh oh, home and ended up being a fucking traitor to them the second so i i didn't i didn't realize i'd been putting this business in twice <laughs> that's why they call it the kiki special all of a sudden i, <laughs> I betrayed the yuantes well and I to betrayed be fair i think the was gone by then what? Because remember, so at a certain point, we were like, we can't handle two characters. So uh-huh. I was just, they were magically disappeared. And um, that was going to no. be. Mia used her power as like an abomination, like a full. full oh, that's right. That's how you got us in. To basically like yeah. strut her way. I'm oh, sorry, slither her way in. Slither strut. Yeah, she uh, escorted us in as prisoners, as slaves. All right, slaves. Because that's what they're into. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh right, and we were also using uh, rations. Um, kids, oh my god! That's... No matter what any book says, do not use rations. So dumb. Yeah, they did. also had the special. So, Tomb of Annihilation is one of the few books I've ever even seen this come up. They had the special diseases that will pop up. <laughs> so, we needed like special mosquito cream, right? Bug repellent, essentially, to not, <laughs> not get malaria, essentially. <laughs> the amount of preparation we needed for this campaign that we did not do <laughs> is wild. Oh, yeah. Oh, and we were also, uh, there's only like a minute left, but uh, we were also using uh, XP progression versus uh, milestone. Oh, Jesus. 
terrible. Oh, first time. By the end, I, I by the end I was like, "You guys are gonna die if you go into this tube at level five. <laughs> <laughs> Here's a level. Here's a level. Actually, yeah, I, I started handing out levels like levels. candy. Oh, did you go up one floor? That's a level. Man, the experience of this one floor it it has changed you. You have grown so much as a person. You're you're level nine. I mean, that was kind of your case. <laughs> oh, yeah. Reading that yeah. damn book. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I went crazy. So, as much fun as that campaign was, the thing that really just drove the final nail into the coffin was just how much of that book we skipped because <laughs> even doing uh XP progression, we should have been much further along. And since I wasn't DM at the time, I don't really know much about it. So I'll let Chris take over. Okay. Well, so first of all, just a little disclaimer, I guess. Um this okay, so for reference, I have another uh pre-made book called the Princes of the Apocalypse. Now, I'm just going to use this book to compare to uh, Tomb of Annihilation. This book, the strongest enemy you can fight, uh, as according to just challenge rating, which uh, we all know isn't exactly a true measurement of strength, but it's pretty damn up there. Um, the strongest CR rating you can fight is a level 20 creature. And this book is rated for characters... Of level 1 to 15. So you can get pretty damn strong in this book. Tomb of Annihilation. The strongest character you fight is the dude on the cover. Uh, Mr. Mister Ack, if you will. Uh, Lich extraordinaire. And he say, is a challenge rating. More. Not everybody knows that. A challenge some... rating of 23. And he... I don't even think I knew that. Yeah, he's really damn strong. Well, we never got to actually fight him. Drell got to talk to him a bunch. Um, it's true. Uh, this book he is rated crazy. for because he was crazy. Bit. This book is rated for characters level one to eleven. So harder, harder monsters, lower levels. It's a hard story. Um, yeah, there was a bunch we just skipped over. I basically. Um, I gave them at the very start a time limit, or at least I told them there was one. And then <laughs> the book never specifies that I should tell them what that time limit is. <laughs> ah, right. Uh, that was the specific problem with, uh, I think Kiki mentioned that um, they still tried to walk away from the campaign. Uh, yeah, that, that's the whole skipping session zero thing. We were supposed to establish why all of us were there. And since we skipped session zero, we got straight into session one. And the steel was like, huh, I have no reason to be here. <laughs> I, I have traveled all the way to this exotic, fanciful island, and I will now leave. <laughs> and the panic Chris had. It just... I, I think I dropped like a brick in my pants. Dude, and he just magically whisked us. And again, like, this is all after the fact, like, knowing all this. But in the moment, I was like, all right, yeah, cool. Yeah, he just whisked us with magic. Like, that makes sense. That seems fine. 
and our uh, quest giver at the time. Who Wait, what do you mean when you say he whisked us? Whisked us with magic. Uh, originally, when you first start the campaign, you're not in Chult; you're in Greyhawk. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's where you meet the person who gave you the campaign, who you're supposed to have some sort of, you know, bond with, so you don't want, so you care that they're dying. A rapport, that we never went will. over. Mm-hmm. A rapport, if you will. Um, and then she does her, like the last bit of magic she could pull off because she's like an arch magi um, who's rotting away because she got revived. Um, and she's supposed to pull you to Chult. Uh, basically, you start off in like the <laughs> the study of one of the merchant princes. And that was another part. Chult's main storyline feels very much like a one percenter type problem in that the whole problem is that people that have been revived are dying again and rev- and revivifications aren't working. So to like level one in adventures, why the hell do we care? <laughs> None of us can even cast revivify, let alone afford it. <laughs> right. And so the way uh, Chris managed to get us back on track was um, to have our quest giver suddenly start deteriorating right before our eyes. Uh, And also he mentioned that there was a time limit. And so we were under the impression that we needed to skedaddle. And so we did. And it did not work out well. Yes, because the the plan, at least that the book has, is that you're supposed to like go on an expedition uh, and then come back to the main port because again it's the only city in this entire campaign um and you guys abandoned it as quickly as possible <laughs> and never looked back we um, took it seriously when you said there I was know. a time limit no i <laughs> you guys thought you had like five minutes when you had like a couple <laughs> months <laughs> i mean honestly um, but again that's that's the whole problem with tomb of annihilation it's very obtuse and very frugal with what information it actually gives you. Uh, so you guys just ran with it. And that was fine. We we still had fun. <laughs> yeah. Till the end. I mean, we did really... beat a beholder at the end. Barely. Yeah, that, that was fun. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. R.I.P. I had a staff of serpent. You had the staff of serpent and were possessed by Moa, who became like your best friend by the end of it. Yeah, and so what wasn't there one fight where I activated the staff and then yeah, I turned into a giant python? Uh-huh. Well, you didn't. You just had a python with you. I thought I turned into one for one thing. Uh-oh. She's yawning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, so two of annihilation. It was tough. Yeah, but we had fun and we told a great story. And in the end, isn't that what D&D is really about? Hell yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, we all, it's just like you said, we had a good time. No matter how many rules we broke, no matter how many things we forgot, how many things we didn't know. No matter how many intelligent checks we rolled, because we didn't really understand the puzzle. Yeah. (laughs) I was like, what, the the five of us at the time? The five of us had a hell of a good time. And we're still trying to play to this day i'd actually be pretty down for playing that now <laughs> yeah i i am craving it i i'm chomping at the bits 
Come on, Chris. Okay. <laughs> hey, Epic. Look, we all know the real issue is when are we going to get together? Because we have those yeah. time constraints. Ah, scheduling. Yeah. yeah. But Maybe. now that we've told you the t- uh, story of. Uh, the tale of Team Friendly Fire. Ah, yes, I forgot our name very fast. Um, the tale of Team Friendly Fire. That's what our podcast episode was about. And so we have unfortunately missed our end, um, or reached our end, and we have to get Kiki to bed. She gets very cranky. Ew, come on, business. Come on, that out, guys. Come on, I'm sorry. She is an angel 24-7. Actually, 25 All the time. More like Crank City. <laughs> <laughs> Crank you. <laughs> uh oh. Uh, this is quickly gonna go from rated R to level uh, rated triple X. So well, we hope you have had fun, triple and we H. hope you will join. We sorry. We hope you will join us next time on Not Your Dad's Table Talk.